0: glass, ice, pour Hello friends and welcome to Whiskey and Rye. I am your host Ryan Charles Brown and welcome to season three of Whiskey and Rye. Unexpectedly, um, season two ended quite abruptly, uh, ending with our last episode, Michael Kinsman, and I had all intentions of putting out more content and putting out a few more episodes and ending the season properly and... I didn't do it. (laughs) I just dropped, stopped recording, um, uh, stopped releasing episodes, I should say. I didn't stop recording. I stopped releasing episodes because uh, it was very necessary. Um, And uh, I'm going to use this space to talk about why. So uh, usually when I approach an episode, I have notes and I have an idea of what I want to talk about and I have a direction and I have a purpose. And usually with that comes a shit ton of anxiety because... I try to be this thing that I'm really not. I try to be this podcast host that's got really something important to say. And I do have something important to say. Um, and that thing is my story and the stories that have helped shape my life. And that's what I've been preventing or that's not what I've been preventing. It's what I've been not letting this audience into, um, deep enough. So, um, it seems like every restart of the season, I reinvent myself or reinvent the show, and uh, this isn't going to be a reinvention of the show, but this is going to be uh, a redefinition of what we're going to do and, uh, and hopefully will be um, a repurposing of the content that we produce um, because I was really finding that Whiskey and Rye was becoming um, an unhealthy outlet for me, and that was never the point. It was never the point of the show. This show was always meant to be a healthy outlet. Um, I was trying to explore healthy ideas of masculinity, healthy outlets of masculinity while all the while in my own life I was practicing unhealthy forms of masculinity and unpractice practicing unhealthy uh, expressions of masculinity and man I just felt like such a phony um, I needed to stop and I needed to evaluate because um, this show was becoming something that I'm not um, and that was something that I never intended this show is very much who I am whiskey and rye and um, is, is very much who I am and it came at a very fun point. I, I you know, I, I tell the story occasionally of how this came about with Pete Rollins and we were sitting at the Federal in North Hollywood drinking and I was dr- drunk on whiskey and I was like, why can't I do a show called Whiskey and Rye? Well, I can and it can doesn't have to be about whiskey uh, and it can be about healthy masculinity, but it doesn't have to be about a perfect man, which I am absolutely not but have been trying to be for this audience um and I've been trying to model a perfect form of masculinity because I feel like that's the world what the world needs but um you know I'm realizing that uh I came uh, some advice that I got you know no, that's not important. I'm realizing that I was not being who I am. Um, and I was not letting this audience into, uh, what I think this show could be. So, uh, I want to talk, uh, I, I don't have any expectations. Uh, I didn't set a time for this. We're just going to talk whatever makes it in this episode makes it. And that's going to be kind of the, the motto going forward. Um, we have more episodes coming out. Um, the, the next episode that we're going to be releasing after this uh, is with our good buddies the Deep West who do the theme song to uh, Whiskey and Ryan so I'm very excited to have them on to talk about the song uh, Giving Up that they're going to be releasing uh, very soon um, and we're going to actually hear uh, hear that song after it's released um, which is very exciting so um, I'm excited to provide that content but I'm also excited to provide more of an insight into who I am and what I've been going through and my journey um, and I want talk about more things um that interest me uh in terms of how to process masculinity i'm a processor i'm a verbal processor right before this episode i had an hour and 15 minute conversation with my sister um and i got out so much stuff that uh that was just unhealthy that i didn't need to talk about so that was really great so um i feel like i'm i'm set now to talk about this this show and and where um where we're headed uh in this episode we're going to talk about expectations because I think what I've been struggling with with this show and then what has then uh what what I'm realizing is as I'm doing content for this show I'm realizing things about myself because myself is coming through in this content that I'm producing what I'm realizing um is is that um I had unrealistic expectations for myself, um, for life, um, unrealistic expectations of marriage, what I thought... A healthy man can be all of these things. Um, my expectations were, were, were noble, but I think unhealthy expectations is something that is a universal concept that I think a lot of people, uh, encounter at various points in their life. So I'm even getting in my own head as I'm saying this, like, is this relatable? Like, it's so hard to be the producer, um, and the, um, the one actually, like, hosting this show. So, uh, but this, this is, it's really important for me. These, these things that I want to get out, um, I think are, they're really important so so let's reframe, let's reframe a little bit. Cause I got kicked off because, um, I was going to talk about some advice that I got from my dad and and my dad is someone who's very important to me and he was on the show. Uh, and I really, I love our relationship, but our relationship is not always perfect. And, um, even I was just thinking I wanted to bring up some advice like that he gave me that, you know, that was good advice. Um, but just wasn't good advice for me. And I think that's what's, that's, what's tripping me up is like, I want to talk about, how some like I guess I'll talk about for just a second uh and one of the things that has prevented me from feeling authentic on this show is like talking about some of these struggles like what do you do when you get good advice from your dad um that's good advice but just not for you you know I think healthy masculinity asks those types of questions I don't think healthy masculinity has to answer those questions because they all look different based on the context and you know as I've been talking with people about this show and as I've been getting feedback um you know, when I talk about masculinity, people have been, you know, challenging me like, well, what do you, why do you want to define masculinity? And, why, why are, why is this wrapped up so much in what you want to do? And it's really just my own personal quest to be a healthy man. And I was realizing that this show, the unhealthier that I was becoming, um, I was actually putting out content that was really just for me. (laughs) And I was trying to put out stuff that was, I was feeling like, man, I don't think anyone else can really relate to this because I think this is just more about my unhealthiness. So, um, One of the things that happened over these past few months, my dad and I, we had a a tough conversation. We had to have a tough conversation about my job and what I'm doing. Um, I don't talk a lot about uh, Proximia, which is the organization that I have been working on also over these past few months. I don't talk about Proximia a lot on this space because it's very much involved with my faith aspect, and I don't bring my faith into this space because, honestly, I I'm the type of person who's I have multi layers. I'm I'm multi layered, which uh, so many people are multi layered. I I don't want to sound like I'm exclusive in saying that humans are multi layered. I just I'm aware that I'm multi layered, and I am starting to appreciate my layers, which is something that's just kind of like this journey that I've been on over these past few months is just trying to accept my many deep layers, and, and I'm trying to do that. Um, and in doing that, I'm realizing I have access to to things that. Um, that make me, you know, feel really deep feelings, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to embrace that. And so I don't talk about proximia a lot on this show because um, it's very um, involved in my faith, and my faith just doesn't really come out in the show. So um, I have created a space though to talk more about proximia. I've, I've created a separate podcast that'll be coming out soon called the Proximia Podcast, um, and that will talk a little bit more about what I do and in, in that part of my my work and my life, um, which is separate from this, you know? Um, so to say that my dad and I, we just kind of had a, we had a, just a a tough talk, which was, which is necessary. You know, father and sons have tough talks, but it's about my work and it's about my passion. It's about wrapped up in what I do. And it was hard and it, it, kinda, it kinda numbed me a little bit from, um, from feeling creative because I was like, man, if my dad doesn't like the creative, the stuff that I'm creating, like if he's not going to be proud of me, like that really affects, that really affects me. That really affects my creativeness. Um, so I had to ask myself why, why does that affect my creative process? And, um, ultimately I had to tell myself that, um, my dad is, he's proud of me. Like he's told me that countless times. He's very proud of me. He's proud of who I am. Um, and but but I've kind of le I've I've reached kind of like the max kind of like proud level of him. Like I, I don't need to go any further. I don't need to do anything else. I don't need to achieve anymore. Like there's nothing more. Like I always thought like, man, if I, if I want a Grammy or something, then, then my dad would really, really be proud of me. Then he would really mean it. Or if I, if I did something really great with my life, then he would really, really be proud of me. Then he would really be proud of me. And I think the thing that I've accepted over the past few months, um, is that he's already there. There, there's nothing that I can do um, to make him more proud of me. I've sort of reached that max that max level. So um, I don't need to worry if he likes all of the content that I put out. It actually is not for him. My demographic is not 70-year-old um, Vietnam War vets. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not my key demographic. So if he doesn't particularly jive with what I'm saying or, or, or relate to what I'm saying um, – actually, that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, and maybe what this space will do is do something that I kind of forgot, which was open up a space for dialogue. And that kind of gets to the second part of why I stopped is that, um, my father-in-law actually also really is, he's a big fan of whiskey and rye. And, and I really enjoy the support that he gives. And, 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 and you know, when he tells me like, Hey, I listen to this episode, you know, like it, my little self, like my, my 13 year old self is like really proud. It's like, Oh, cool. Like he liked, it but at the same time like um he's not my key demographic <laughs> my key demographic and also um he's my father in law and some of the things I want to talk about on the show involve his daughter and um I will never speak disrespectfully of Jen on the show um intentionally and if I do I, I- Hope that someone calls me out on it and I hope I catch it. If I, if I, you better call me out if I don't catch it. But that's besides the point. The point is, I didn't want to say something or I didn't want to reveal something that would affect my relationship with my father in law. I mean, my, to be, to be honest, my relationship with my in laws is very fragile and over the past few months has gotten even more fragile. And, we never really got off on the right foot, um, and, and I definitely own my piece in that, but no matter what the reasons being, we are where we are now, and it's just not comfortable when we're together, and, and it really makes me sad, and the thing that sucks is it's like my fault, 50%, you know, which, which is a bummer, but all of this to say my father-in-law listens to the show he's probably going to listen to this and and hopefully we'll have a tough conversation but we'll actually be able to like move forward and and i think that's the real point of what I wanted to say also like with my dad is if he listens to this too, like we'll have to have a tough conversation. And like at this point you're probably thinking, okay, cool, Ryan, like this was cathartic for you. But my point is like what guy out there doesn't have to have a tough conversation with their dad about something, especially as we're coming into election time. Um, when this episode releases, we're going to have less than a week um, before November 3rd. So if you if you haven't voted yet um, – I encourage you to do so. But, um, if you know someone who hasn't voted, who possibly might be leaning in a, in a direction that we, you know, I don't want to get political, but I think we all can say like basic human rights are at stake. Um, if, if we don't make some sort of change, um, in administration. So, um, if there's a person that you need to have a tough conversation with and it's a family member, my, my point in telling these stories is... Um one, to, yeah, kind of heal a little bit and be like, oh, let me get these things off my chest because I, I just need to get it off my chest. And two, hopefully I can model the fact that, one, I had a really tough conversation with my dad and him and I have been able to work past it and we're good and, like, everything's fine. And I need to have a tough conversation with my father-in-law and, I, and I'm scared to and I don't want to. Um, I think I think there's guys out there that can relate to that. So, um you know, if you, if you feel like you're in one of those positions, I just hope that you, um, how does this tie in with expectations? Um, I just lower your expectations. You know, the conversation that I had with my dad, um, I, I just needed to lower my expectations and what, my own expectations of what my I defined my dad being proud of me as this is what him being proud of me as looks like um he I needed to lower my expectations and and I think what I need to tell myself as I prepare for this conversation if it does happen with my father-in-law or my in-laws together is just lowering my expectations about what do I expect to happen um in that do I expect us to reconcile completely and have it be like you know skipping hands down the Olympic road. No, but hopefully we can at least, um, have like a couple hours where we can hang out together without, um, you know, comments or hurt feelings or, um, expectations, right? Just expectations. I think that's the thing. Blowing up expectations, expecting things to be this, expecting things to go perfect. Life is not perfect. Um, coronavirus has shown us that, um, that that life is not perfect and even like i feel like this time for jen and i jen um who's my my wife she just uh partner she she started working from home in january and i uh have been planting proximia for for a while and so i've kind of been freelance for a while driving for uber and now i drive postmates um and uh well i drive postmates for now we'll we'll see after november 3rd and i'm definitely on the fence with how i feel about it um, i'm gonna vote for it but i don't feel good about it um uh but it's how i support my family right now so so there's that if anybody's wondering i'm voting. For Prop 22, um, and you can tell me your thoughts. Um, but for me, it's how I provide for my family right now, and uh, so I need it. And uh, and that's that. So um, I uh, ha- I feel like this time for Jenna, we should be just like I feel like it should just be nothing but like you know lunches and fun times and just sex and you know ah and it has been the complete opposite. It's been tension. It's been Uh, unrealistic expectations, I guess, on my end. Um, Not, I guess, definitely on my end. Um, It's been um, nitpicking. It's been relearning our routines, not in a healthy way. Like, hey, this is what works best for me. But like, this is what I hate about what we have right now. So we got to change it. Like, that is such a hard place to uh, reconcile from imagine if like we had the and it's coming from a place of patience in me if I had the patience to be like hey um i think this part of our routine could be improved if we did this but instead i'm like i fucking hate this shit i hate all of it and i we gotta fucking do this we gotta change something right now or i'm gonna explode you know like that's that's where i get and um i feel that from jen too like i feel like we can't even like approach ourselves like with questions without it being like well, what do you mean it's not blah blah, blah like can't you see? it's just we we're just there's so many things right there at the surface um, and i think for me um one of the things that I've been just, I've been struggling with is just expecting like, what is a normal day going to feel like? And so that this also ties into part of the reason why I haven't been putting out content as much is I really am the primary person to take care of Reese Monday through Friday. Um, and that is because Jen has a job that she works 40 hours a week. So I say that I'm the primary parent, but she is the primary breadwinner, the person who brings in the money. Uh, She's the primary provider financially for the family. So it makes sense. Like I take on this other role. However, I did not ever expect to be in this role. Um, And while I enjoy it very much, being in this role while trying to launch my own organization and trying to is extremely difficult and it's like no shit man of course this is going to be difficult like what do you expect you're trying to launch something fundraise in a pandemic in an election year like what the fuck like are you, are you stupid or something like do you want your marriage to fail like do you want to alienate all of your friends no I actually I want to save the world and I believe that there's something in building community and whiskey and rye we've built this incredible community over the past few years starting with the mission podcast and now sticking with whiskey and rye and moving forward with this we've built a wonderful community so there's definitely something to that and that's what really what proximity is all about is is building community and we're centered around community and connection and providing mutual support to our neighbors Um, but, but what I, uh, what that's why I'm moving forward with this right now is because I believe in it. I believe that this is, this is the time, but it is, it's very stressful when, um, you know, Mondays, usually that's when people kind of, you think about, you get in on Monday, you check your email, you kind of get your, get going for the week. Mondays look like me, um, getting up with Reese and taking care of him from the moment he wakes up until uh, he goes down for his nap at like 12:31 o'clock. then thinking about, you know, eating lunch or shifting, or whatever, and then thinking about starting my week, which is something that every uh, woman who who works from home or every other partner who works from home, this is what they have to deal with. This is just a brand new reality that I wasn't expecting. And, and it's okay for me not to ex- expect it. What's not okay is for me to keep acting the way that I was acting and like rebelling and be like, I'm so mad. Like, this is so not fair. That's not okay. That's expectations, right? I didn't expect to be in this role, but, and I had this expectation about what role I would play and it's different. I don't think Jen expected to be in the role where she was providing most of the money I don't think she expected that. Um, we didn't talk about it enough when we were getting married. You know, I was in, I was uh, in seminary and I knew that I was going to do something, but I was too afraid to admit it. Right. So I was kind of ambiguous. We didn't have these honest conversations and we just expected it would work out. Well, what we're experiencing right now is the reality of unrealistic expectations when you think it's just going to work out. Like newsflash it doesn't just work out and even if it does like you can look at our lives and actually it did just kind of work out you know we have a beautiful son and we have a beautiful family but on the inside our structure um it's not solid it's it was built very quickly and it was built um very shoddily i think is a is a word that uh i like you'll know this about me maybe you know this already maybe this will be part of the whiskey and ride drinking game of me using words that i think they mean something and they actually mean something else i used to be so afraid of doing that and now i just hope people call me out on it honestly like i don't have people interact with me on twitter or instagram really that much and i'm not saying i want people's hate like you can come at me graciously but like if i use a word that's like oh that's not what that means like you can definitely tell me because i'm not going to be offended by that and i'll probably just chuckle and be like yeah that was really cool and i'll be like what else could you teach me so anyway that's a sidebar (sighs) you'll get a lot of those um so just going back to um the roles that we that we fell into um naturally playing to our strengths um they're good roles but again expectations um we didn't talk about them. They weren't really clear. And so it it was it was difficult. I used to think like okay, I could record at night. Nighttime would be a good time. It's after Reese goes down and all that I am, at this point with a two-year-old, um, I am just beat. I, I am wit. After he goes down, I can't tap into my creative self. I can't tap into this space that is um, going to have something positive to say. I just, And in what Whiskey and Rye, like I recorded a few episodes, it was just bitching about life and just unrealistic expectations about how I'm pissed off that... This is th- happening this way, and not happening the way that I expected unrealistic expectations that's the part that I need to own and that's the part that um I'm realizing now and that's the healthy part of what I want to express to this episode and you know I I love I have so I have two sisters and I'm gonna bring I'm gonna go back into the content thing I cannot believe that I'm tracking with myself right now because even I know I'm all over the place right now but I'm piecing it all together and I can't believe it and I love if you are too So right before this, I was talking with my sister, and I have two incredible sisters, um, and I was talking with uh, my middle sister who lives back in Michigan, the younger sister. um, She lives in California. We live together. um, And so they both uh, at various points just are – uh, containers for me to just dump my stuff. And they hold these containers with me for such grace. And I think I'm just so grateful for them. So, um, because my younger sister lives out here with me, she gets a lot of my dumps and occasionally, uh, back, my sister who lives back home gets, uh, gets a big dump of my emotions and feelings. And she got that, uh, today. Um, and, and it was really, uh, it was nice of her to, to hold that space for me and to just kind of get things out. But I, I just didn't want to have, um, this whole podcast episode be a negative Nancy you know a downer like hmm I'm just frustrated it's totally fine to be frustrated and I'm a verbal processor and I need to talk it out and I hopefully won't have to have one hour long conversation before I then sit down and have this conversation uh, with myself uh but uh the reality is um I needed to process some of these things negatively and whiskey and rye was becoming that especially after a long day, uh, especially after maybe something would happen, especially with so much tension in the house. I record here at home uh, in my home studio, so it, it felt hard to get into that space where um I could feel comfortable to record and uh I was also recording video and doing video along with these two and I'm just I wasn't there I'm not ready to record video I definitely want to have the ability to connect with people on video but I'm going to do that more in a live setting um and then there will be some pre-recorded content but it's not going to be off the cuff like this uh, uh I don't do good recorded quote unquote off the cuff though this episode I'm not going to edit this uh, this episode whatever's in here's in here like I said whatever does make it doesn't make it. Getting back to the content, um, I wanted to protect this space. I'm a very protective person. That's something that I have realized about myself. I think men naturally, we fall into like this protective space. And I've always had um, kind of like this eye for wanting to connect. Or protect communities, especially communities that I create. Um, I do not want to create a space where people don't feel safe. And uh, I wasn't even feeling safe in whiskey and rye. I wasn't feeling safe behind the mic. I wasn't feeling safe presenting some of these things because they were just too negative and they were just too raw. And, but and they weren't really me. They were just coming from my expectations. And it's fine to be able to vent your frustrations. To be able to say like, "Fuck this! I'm so mad that." it's totally fine. This isn't the space that I want for that. This isn't, that's not the type of community that I want. I want to be a space that holds, uh, we can hold spots for lament and we can hold lament. Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, I also want us to be able to realize that Men, I'm talking to men specifically, because a lot of men are in this community. That we can use our emotions and turn them into something positive. Like that's that's Tai Chi, you know. That's taking something that you consider weak and turning it into strength. Um, That's using leverage, and that's actually what's leverage leverage is power leverage is 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 getting power from nothing getting power in the simplest form is leverage you know it's it's like you're you're literally using two objects to move one object that these two objects by themselves could never even move this one object, but these two objects together can move this giant object. Um, and that's, the that's, uh, that's our emotions. Like when we put our emotions and our intellect together, we can move these giant big emotions and what we can uncover underneath them is a lot of things. And this is an analogy I was using with my sister in our conversation. When you uncover a rock, do you usually find like just one bug under a rock? No, there's usually a ton of bugs under the rock. Right. But even below the surface, and this is where I think we're, where I'm really talking about where I, where I want whiskey and rye to live is I want to invite men to live into that, to, to live in, 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 um, maybe not live but experience that space right below the surface where our emotions really are lying you know uh, i think of like the the movie it you know with pennywise the clown like being a metaphor for our emotions like right underneath the surface coming out every now and then to like scare the shit out of us you know um when you pick up a rock i'm going to go back to my rock analogy cuz i like it uh when you pick up a rock right underneath the surface is a lot of bacteria and you don't see that bacteria but there's millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of bacteria under there living and growing and thriving and decomposing and decaying and all of these analogies that you can think about with life and men and our emotions and our emotions are like that right our emotions uh are are like bacteria and the thing is like there's bad bacteria of course but there's also healthy bacteria and healthy bacteria helps us thrive if so for someone like me i have really bad um candida issues. I have a lot of gastrointestinal problems and I have candida buildup. You can give that a goog if you're wondering what that is. Essentially, uh, it's torture for a sweet tooth like me. Uh, It means if I eat a lot of sweet stuff, I get this buildup like sludge in my intestine and I have to do a juice cleanse like every four months or else I can't shit. So now, now you don't have to give it a give it a goog, but that's that's basically what it is. Um, and I love I love sweet stuff, man. I love oh I fucking love candy. I just ate an entire bag of Jolly Rancher chews, and then I don't even get paid by them, but I would love to. But I would actually hate it because I would eat them all the time, and I would go from a sleek one fifty to not that. Um, I freaking love candy, um, but it builds up in my gut, but, and I eat candy when I'm depressed and I've been so fucking depressed lately that I've just been eating all of the worst candy. So I have this like nasty gut buildup. So my gut bacteria right now is actually affecting my brain and Mike McCarg, who's going to be on the Proximia podcast, uh, his book, um, you're a miracle and a pain in the ass. Um, he talks about your gut bacteria, your gut bacteria actually affects your mental space. Um, more than we really even realize because our gut bacteria is millennia old because we shit and we do cleanses and we do all this other stuff. And our gut bacteria dies and comes back, dies and comes back, but it, it evolves in a way that protects itself. And, Oftentimes what happens is you see an overtaking in bad bacteria because that just becomes stronger Uh, and it overtakes your good bacteria because we make me, I make bad choices with my food when I'm in a quote unquote bad mood. So I just, I'm fueling this cycle, right? It's this constant cycle of I eat bad food, I ingest bad stuff and my bacteria is just like killing me. So this bad bacteria is overrunning my life, but there's good bacteria, right? Like I don't drink kombucha, uh, never got into the stuff. Uh, when I do a cleanse, um, I love to do like a juice cleanse. Um, you know, I'll do a three day juice cleanse. I love that shit. Um, you know, you get the the orange juice in the morning. The thing that sucks though is doing the salt water baths, and I'll do the salt water bath. Saltwater bath. That's where you drink a liter and a half of warm water with, like, I don't know how much salt in it. Uh, And you have to drink the whole thing in, like, 30 seconds, and then you shit your brains out. It's just so terrible. Um, but for someone like me, it's fantastic because you, uh, you, you, you get all that nasty bacteria out, right. And that allows new healthy bacteria to grow. And when healthy bacteria is growing my mind, that's why people think like, Oh, I'm thinking so clear. That's why after you do a juice cleanse or after you, you know, uh, like say you cut out soda or you cut out coffee or cut out something that's bad for you. All that bad bacteria gets wiped out. Healthy bacteria starts to grow in this place, and you're like, "Wow!" All of a sudden, I feel better. That's healthy bacteria. So that whole thing to say, these our emotions can be like healthy bacteria if we if we let them be that way. We can utilize all of these these millions of emotions. If we, if we're healthy and we use that as healthy bacteria, we'll think clearly, we'll have access to our good self. And I think that's what, um, you know, on the journey to a healthy form of masculinity, that's, I think something that's really, uh, that's really good to think about. So, so in terms of like creating content, how did this wrap up with like the home life and everything, um, it was really difficult to transition quickly, um, from being, you know, on with Reese to then doing the stuff with uh, my organization, Proximia, to then finding a space when I can record whiskey and rye and actually have something, um, like I felt like something good to say. So one of the things that I, so I had to take a break and, 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 over this last break, some of the things that I've been doing, even though I have been like, uh, I have been eating the candy. I'm not going to lie. I've been eating the candy and I haven't been doing a juice cleanse. And I know, I know my gut right now is just like killing me. So, um, because I haven't done a juice cleanse, um, for whatever reason, what I have been doing is I've been doing yoga and, uh, there's a great yoga channel called yoga with Tim. I'll put the link to the show notes. I may have, Mentioned him before, um, but I've been doing a lot of yoga that stretches out the hips. And one of the things that I've learned over these past few months is that our hips um, are, if you if you believe in like energy flow and and kind of how energy flows through our body, our hips are like a main channel of how energy is transferred between our upper half and our lower half. And so, like thinking about my my hips, I used to sit in the car when I would drive for Uber. There be times where I would sit. For For like six, seven, eight hours in a row. I wouldn't take a break. Um, And someday I'm going to collect a huge check. From someone who sues Uber for that shit. Because that's so fucked up. Listen to what I just said. I would drive for 6 or 7 or 8 hours straight. Without taking a break. Could you imagine driving from Los Angeles to San Francisco. Without like stopping off on the 101. To like take a leak. Or get some gas. Or like whatever. No you drive straight through like crazy like i was when i was in a band uh we drove straight straight through one night from la to dallas and our poor bass player she literally got so sick like we had to take her to um like the um a minute minute clinic uh my dad think it's crazy my dad drove down uh separate from us we were coming from LA my dad was coming from Michigan and he, he drove and we got in and like my our poor bass player Ashley she was just like uh her throat like she just looked like a bullfrog her throat was so swollen so we took her to minute clinic but she drove straight through I think that was like I don't know It was super long but I guarantee you she didn't, she, we stopped at some point to stretch her legs. So, um, so I say that a little tired, you say like my, my whole like hips midsection was f- jacked, you know, it was like squished up. So I've been doing a lot of stretching out of my hips and yoga with Tim does a lot of like gentle inversions and, um, de- different forms of inversions to like elevate my hips and open up my hips and different stances to just let me let that energy flow better through my body because, for me as a creative, I need energy. You know, they use that term creative energy. They, that's like a real thing, you know, creative, like there are days where I just don't have it. You know, I don't, I don't have any creative energy. Like I couldn't create something if you wanted me to do. if you were, if you put up something down from me, like Ryan draw a house, I couldn't do it. You know, they're just, I, I, I mean, I suck at drawing anyway. Um, but it, it, so it would be a bad house regardless, even if it was a good day. But beside the point, like there are just days where I just don't have it creatively, and when I would, when you're trying to get on the schedule and you're trying to put out a podcast, um it, it was just really hard to do. And I was blaming my situation. I was blaming what's going on at the house. I was blaming Reese. I was blaming Jen. I was blaming not having this. When all the while um, the opportunity to put out great content was just passing me by. And I've got all of these topics and all of these guests and all of these wonderful things to talk about. And time was just passing by. And, um, what I boiled it down to again was just expectations, expectations of what I, what I want each season to look like expectations of what I want each episode to look like expectations about what content I want to look like, uh, to look like. And again, I just needed, uh, to take some time to let this energy, um, flow through me and, and figure out how to reflow through me because I'd been blocking it so much with my negativity, all of this bad bacteria, right? All this sludge, this nastiness was just slowing down, you know, think about the bad bacteria partnered with my hips being like a giant tangled mess from sitting down for three years straight for six hours a day, five to seven days a week. Um, I, I just, my body, my body was not a healthy space for creativity and whiskey and rye is me and if i'm unhealthy then unhealthiness is going to come out and the world does not need unhealthy content right now the world needs healthy content so while i can put on an episode that's like hey i'm i'm fucked up right now like i have done things wrong i i've messed up like that is actually really good content for the world right now. Um, putting out stuff that's real and authentic, but that also is like, hey, but I wanna do better. And this is what I'm gonna do, or this is what I'm gonna do, or hey, this is what I'm struggling with, and this is what I need help with. Um, so that's that's really, um, been a lot of this time cultivating, uh, just being here. So, so how have I kind of gotten to this space? You know, obviously I stopped recording content. I, I had a schedule that I wanted to do. I recorded a few episodes for whiskey and rye and I just deleted them. I couldn't, I couldn't even go back when I was editing them. I was just like, this, this is not me and this is not our community. Um, and so I deleted them and I stopped putting content on Instagram because I was putting out content that was basically like a passive aggressive away message. Like I grew up in the, in the time of aim and you could like put, something on your away message that would for me would be like an emo lyric or something or like an emo song title uh and that would be like how I would tell people like hey I'm not doing well right and then after that it was myspace and you could put a song on your myspace page that would that would passive aggressively communicate like hey I'm just really sad right now man you know and so I was using I had all you know so now you have all these social media outlets you have twitter snapchat tiktok uh instagram facebook like all of these different avenues that you can just like scream To the world, I'm not okay. And I was like, no one's okay right now, you know. In March, April, May, when they were like, Oh, coronavirus is like a real like fucking bitch, and like we're gonna be dealing with this for a while. And like out here in LA, they're like, Nah, it's gonna be like eight weeks. Uh, they're definitely gonna have things done by Easter. Then like Easter came and they're like, yeah, that was ridiculous. Like it's gonna be months from now, you know. And then they like tried to open things up, and like a billion people got sick. Not really. That's not true. That's that's not true. Uh, way more people than should got sick. So then they clamped everything down even harder than they did before, and man, it just fucked me up. But you know what? It fucked everybody up, and it was pr- privileged of me to just sit there and kick my heels up because. um there are people that are in a way worse situation than me and it was so fucking unhealthy of me um to have the perspective that i did and then to want to put that out for the world like ugh, even just saying it makes me feel like i want to go like just take a shower um but i can forgive myself because that's the second kind of piece that i've been trying to move into with the second part of my life is moving into a space where i extend grace and that's that's, I think, been the saving component for for my mental health and for really just everything that I've been wanting to do in terms of Pro- uh, Proximia, Whiskey and rye all the content that I want to create is just thinking like, okay, how can I extend grace? I really feel like that's what the world needs right now. And, um, and, and I'm going to tell you all, um, you want to know who the person that showed me this was? Fucking Peter Rollins. Um, you know the person who helped me birth whiskey and rye apparently the person who knows me better than I fucking know myself like Pete Uh, Pete and I were having a talk and he was talking about all the stuff that I've been creating in whiskey and rye and he's like whiskey and rye he's like you are the grace guy you know, you are about grace. You're about extending weight, uh, grace. He's like whiskey and rye is, uh, it's grace for masculinity. You know, it's like, Hey, uh, maybe I fucked up, you know what? Or maybe like that was not healthy masculinity and Oh shit. Like I need to question that. Like healthy masculinity is never really feeling like you have the answer. Cause we're always going to have blind spots. We're always going to have Different perspectives, and and honestly, culture is changing so fast. I'm in a, a wonderful cohort right now through H and Co. Um, and the instructors, um, what they're talking about is culture is changing so fast. It's changing more rapidly now um, than than we've ever really noticed before. Maybe it's always changed this rapidly. We just notice it now more than ever. But whatever reason is, culture and every in, in life and the world is just changing so fast. Masculinity is going to change too. gender fluidities, uh, all these things are going to change. So instead of me trying to keep up with it and say, okay, it's this now. Okay. It's this now. Okay. It's this now. I'm going to creating this space for me. That's like, Hey, I'm going to say, this is my, my journey on being the healthiest man that I can be. And we've created this really awesome community. Um, that is a part of that. They're a part of this journey. And, and, um, What I'm hoping we move to and we're not quite there yet is is we need to share more stories and we need to interact more with each other uh, because this is this is the third season that I've put out. And I know I've done the mission podcast and I've done other stuff before, but I rarely, rarely, rarely hear from people. And I think that's because it has to be because I'm unapproachable that's really, that's really, that's what's gotta be it is that people, they feel scared to interact with me because they're not sure what they're going to get. Um, and I totally get that, but what I need from this space, um, which is weird because I'm the podcaster and I'm giving you, I'm giving stuff and you, no one's asking me to put out whiskey and rye. So it's weird to say like, I need something, but at the same time, there are people that download our episodes and there are people that listen to this. I know I see, I see the stats. I know you're out there. Um, I see you interact with us on Instagram and I know that you're real people that listen to this show. Um, but what, what this community needs now going forward is and to grow is I've planted, um, I've created the space. I built the box, you know, and I put unhealthy soil in it. And that's my bad. I'm totally going to own up to that. I'm going to own up to the unhealthy soil. And, um, I really hope the soil that I have in there now is healthy. I cannot promise that there's not some worms or some bad bacteria or some shit that we might have to work through together. But what I'm hoping now is I'm hoping that I've created a space where people can start to interact with me and start to talk about things, um, that are inspirational, that are motivational, that are around health, mental health. Um, but, Uh, not just saying like mental but thinking like masculinity and mental health and men's health Um, and I know that there's a large percent of our audience that are also women that listen to the show and so this episode um, hopefully there's something you can get out of it but um, I know you're in a difficult position where there might be someone that you want to listen to the show and I don't expect you to go before me and do like the hard work and feel like, like promote this, like go out there, have that tough conversation, like tell the man in your life, Hey, I think you're fucked up and you need to listen to this podcast. I'm not going to ask you to do that. Um, what I am going to do is, uh, try to put out good content on Instagram. Um, so hopefully if you are, um, on the, on the kind of the fringes of this conversation and you're wondering, how can I start to interact a little bit more? Um, Instagram at whiskey and rye podcast is a good place to do that. Um, leaving comments on the images, sending me a DM. Um, those are different, good ways to interact with Instagram. Another way that you can interact with me is on Twitter at Ryan Charles LA. You can send me tweets, um, I'm not going to do a whiskey and rye podcast Twitter just yet until we, we have more interaction. I, I was, I was not, I don't get a lot of interaction on my own personal Twitter. And then I had started this whiskey and rye Twitter too. And I'm trying to build a Twitter, like two different Twitter followings when I'm one person. Um, and so it makes more sense, uh, to just have the one Twitter for now, because even because I'm still building that and because I'm building the Instagram too, like now is a good time for people to get involved. Um, I'm not on Facebook, uh, and that's because I don't really feel like that's where our listeners are, Um, but Proximia is on Facebook, so if you want to know about Proximia and do that, you can search at Proximia Network on Facebook, and you can do uh, a, a little bit of research on that. Whiskey and rye will be affiliated with Proximia, but what I'm trying and what I'm kind of imagining is this thing called Powered by Proximia, where Proximia is faith-based. We, I love Jesus. I, I'm just going to say that. Um, and Proximia is the space that I get to live that out a little bit more. Whiskey and rye is the space for people who, like, maybe they don't love Jesus, or maybe they don't know Jesus, or maybe they whatever, and and they don't actually want to hear about that that's totally cool. Like we don't, I don't have to talk about Jesus. Like it might come up every now and then. And if that like makes you mad, like I'm sorry, but that's just who I am. But I feel like our core people, they're just going to get it. You know, like I really love Pete Holmes uh, and he talks about God and he talks about religion and stuff. And that's just kind of like a part of his show now. And, um, he's kind of like who I aspire to be podcasting wise. So my show will kind of have that sort of faith component to it. Um, but, but I, I think other than that, what I want for whiskey and rye is for it to be a space where people who don't necessarily have faith or, or feel like, comfortable talking about faith to have a space to interact with, uh, with me and receive grace and to talk about grace because we can talk about grace through, um, humanity and shared humanity and, and human masculinity, um, is kind of what it's going to look like. So I will, I will be talking to men, um, and I will be talking about masculinity, but I also will be talking to women. And I also will be talking to people from the LGBTQIA plus community, um, and be talking with a lot of people. And then I'm also going to be talking to myself like this, like this episode, I needed to have a space where I was just like, no, I'm going to be free. And I, I'm really thankful to have the opportunity to talk with my sister before to kind of purge some of this nasty stuff. Um, but, uh, I think what I needed to have was a conversation about expectations. And I think that's a great way to kick off this new season. Um, because w- talking about expectations and, uh, and what I expect going forward, uh, I think is, is good. And so I'm going to try to get into a rhythm. Um, one of the things that I do with Proximia is I have this thing called dad's breakfast that I, that I host once a month. Um, and really, um, it's just, it's, uh, started around this idea to create a community for myself. I'm a working dad. I work from home, uh, and I have work a weird working hours. You know, um, I work around our son's nap. I work around our nanny's schedule when she's here. Um, you know, I have the same kind of work schedule that a lot of women who work from home and who are trying, who, who also are working, they, they experience that too. So, um, so, so if you are a, a woman who works in your, in our community, like, Hey, I, have so much I had and have always had so much respect for you. I was raised by a single mom or, uh, and, and not to say that you are a single mom, but, um, I have so much respect for women who are, um, wearing multiple hats and, um, even more so now because I'm doing it and fucking it up you know and so i realized how difficult and how unfair that position that that the women have been in for so long. So anyway, i just that's important and if you want to talk more about that, like definitely talk more about it and if i fucked it up and said it in the wrong way, like again, tell me because i'm not afraid for people to call me out. It's a learning experience, right? If we call people out with grace, uh that's that's good. If we say like, "Hey, i care about you enough to show you your blind spot." we should welcome that and receive that. Uh, and we don't need to bl- and I'm not going to blame you. Um, so, so, so this is a safe space to extend grace. I will extend grace to you if you extend grace to me. So we can start that off with this community because we haven't interacted very much. Like this is this, that's really beautiful. So we can, we can, we can extend that to, to one another. So I created this space, um, for 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 working dads because I'm a working dad and this is a new space for me. I've never been this before and it's not up to my partner to tell me, hey, you're doing a great job because she's got her own stuff that she's dealing with. You know, she can definitely see me and she values me and she does tell me like, hey, you're doing a good job and I appreciate that but I also need to hear it from other people and what I found in myself, the people that when I hear, hey, you're doing a good job from other dads that are working like me, it really fills me up and in a way that that, um it actually doesn't when Jen fills me up. So, or when Jen says it, so I created this, uh, community called dad's breakfast, for working dads. Um, and, uh, and we've been, we've been meeting virtually now on Thursdays and, uh, it started as just kind of like a way to hang out or having some coffee, just kind of talking. And now we're learning together. We're learning about things that are helpful for parenting and helpful for partnership. And we're spending some time learning together, but, uh, we meet on Thursdays and I realized that I think I can get into a good rhythm of, uh, we meet the third Thursday of every month. I think I can get in a good rhythm of recording on the first and the third Thursday uh, so I can put out a couple episodes a month where I'm in this space where I'm talking with men. I can use this space to talk about some ideas for the podcast um, and I can actually use stories from real men uh, that I can I can actually share here on the show so um, that should give maybe a little bit more credibility um, to some of the things that I'm talking about um, and, and those episodes will be good for in the times that we have guests now um, I am really excited we get to be part of the launch for the Deep West for their song Giving Up and um, they're going to launch this song on the 30th so uh, this episode is going to come out on Tuesday, uh, and then in uh, on the thirtieth, um, you were going to get a special bonus episode. Uh, it's going to be released at 10 a.m., uh, and that's going to be the Deep Wests. Uh, interview them, and we're going to get to at the end of their episode hear their full song of giving up with the lyrics. So we've been hearing, you know, and we're doing the hand clap breaks. Pop. Uh, at the end you know we've been doing all that stuff uh we're gonna actually get to hear that full the final version of the song with lyrics and everything and i've been bopping to the song since they sent it to me the other day and it is a hit oh my gosh i love this song so much so um so you're gonna actually get to hear the full song and so we're gonna have interviews we're gonna be talking to people but in between those times i'm gonna be giving a little bit more insight into just the stuff that I'm going through. Um, and, uh, because that's what this community really seems to enjoy and seems to be gravitating to. So, um, I think that's I think that's everything that I want to say. I feel like the last thing I want to talk about is I'm going to be incorporating music more into the show. And on this episode, we're going to feature a song by one of my favorite bands called Too Close to Touch. Uh, and that's uh, this song is going to be called um, The Fear of Letting Go. And so the song you heard at the beginning was actually that song. I played a little bit of a snippet, and we're, I'm going to play the whole song for you now at the end. And I've been kind of weaving it through this episode, and that's something I kind of want to do a little bit more as a transition is I kind of want to feature songs that are really speaking to me and you're going to get, which means you're probably going to get a full dose of like, some. this is going to have like an emo, screamo, um, sad boy, pop punk component to it. But you know, that's very much who I am. Um, and I've been leaving that out of the show. So it was really great to bring the deep West on here and talk about music, uh, because that's what brought me to Los Angeles was music. I'm a musician at heart and, and I actually don't get to create songs anymore. Um, so doing whiskey and rye is actually my way of creating music, you know, every one of these, uh, every one of these episodes, it's like a little song, you know, and, and every season is like an album. Um, and so I've been really stoked with these EPs that we've been putting out and I've been, I've really been putting out these EPs and they've been, uh, just ways for me to find my sound, you know? Um, and I think I'm still finding my sound, you know? Uh, I think it took me to my third album. Um, but you know, I was in another band, I was in the mission podcast, right? So I've been, uh, I've been experimenting with different sounds and I've been experimenting with different things. And, um, you know, I love having, love having this show called Whiskey and Rye because I do love whiskey. I love all kinds of whiskey. Uh, actually, no, I don't love all kinds of whiskey. My favorite whiskey is Irish whiskey. I love Irish whiskey. Um, my favorite, my favorite Irish whiskey is Bushmills, uh, hands down. It, 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 I've taste tested a few more and Bushmills hands down is my favorite. So I love Bushmills. Um, and so I will, you know, occasionally be sipping on a Bushmills here when we're, uh, having the show. And I, I love talking with people about, um, the whiskey distillation process, you know, and, and, talking about that with Michael Kinsman, you know, uh, it really showed me how whiskey is a metaphor for this show. You know, it's been distilling over the years and, it's been taking on different flavors of, you know, I've been kind of putting it in different barrels and it's taking on different flavors, but you know, all of these barrels are really just metaphors for different layers of who I am. Um, and all this ties into this journey of me being on, of discovering that I have a lot of layers. And instead of feeling like, Oh shit, I have a lot of layers and that really sucks. uh, I've been saying like, okay, I have a lot of layers. Let's start to explore some of these things. Um, and sometimes I go in these layers and I'm like, nope, not ready to go in that one yet. But that's really fucking scary what's back there. And uh, that just kind of gave me some um, terrifying nightmares. But okay, we're going to move on. And then it's like, oh, I discovered this. Layer. Oh, I forgot this part about me. Oh, I love this. I love that. I forgot what it was like here. This is like a safe haven for me. I forgot that this was a part of who I am. That's been a really beautiful part of my journey lately too. Uh, and so... Um, I'm, I'm just going to try to incorporate a little bit more of that, but I want to express that more through music. So the song by Too Close to Touch, I feel like I've had it on repeat lately. Um, and I think I was um, afraid of letting go of a lot of things in the past because, you know, it felt comfortable being, you know, kind of like shitty and it felt comfortable kind of being a negative person. Like, you know, it was just like, ah, I'm okay with just not being the best version of myself. But, um... When when I became a dad, and and even before that, when I was becoming a husband, um, and even before that, when I should have been thinking about, you know, what kind of human do I want to be? I want to be someone who is known for grace, and my, and Pete really showed me that. He showed me that grace is something that I do, um, and I want to just figure out how to extend it more and extend it more through this avenue. So. Just wanted to kind of wrap up that last little list a little bit about expectations because I tend to do this. I tend to like feel really good about something and I'm like, all right, cool, that's done. Don't fuck it up. Cause like I just land, I just circle the. A- I circled the landing strip too many times and I, and I need to land it. But this, because this was kind of like a free episode, I was just like, Oh, that felt good. There's a little bit more I need to add. So here's kind of part two, after, but just kind of want to talk about expectations and just kind of wrapping this up. You know, how am I going to move forward? What am I going to do better? How am I going to think about things differently? Uh, I don't really have questions. I don't really have answers to all those questions. What I do know is that, um, I am feeling like there's something with expectations and grace. Uh, I'm extending grace to myself for having unrealistic expectations. Um, I'm extending grace to myself when I have unrealistic expectations because where, where do those expectations come from? What's the healthy place that they're coming from? They're, they have to come from a good place, right? I'm a good person on the on the whole. Um So I feel like these intentions have to come from a good place. These expectations have to come from a good place, understanding the why, um, and then figuring that out. I think that's really revealing. So, so my encouragement for, for guys and for, for the people listening to this episode, um, you know, thinking about your expectations. Um, that's what I've been thinking about over these past few months. And I'm going to leave, uh, with some sage advice that I got from a good friend of mine who went through one of the most difficult things, um, that people had to go through. And, um, I'm going to just leave it at that um, because it's his story to tell. But just know that he went through a very difficult time. And he told me that as he was going through that, him and his partner were saying to themselves, who do we want to be at the end of this very difficult time? And I think that is unbelievably Wise, And I think that is uh, wonderful advice that I am going to take with me. And I'm thinking, uh, you know, sometimes it's really hard to say, who do I want to be at the end of the day? You know, that's really hard. Um, Because right now, coronavirus and and all the things that are happening, it feels really hard to take things day by day. But thinking, who do I want to be at the end of this? Giving yourself grace when you have uh, tough days, celebrating those days that are good. And just knowing that you're going to have more normal, quote unquote, days where you're you're not extraordinary but you're just normal and those days are fine especially if you're a parent um those days are fine uh and if you're a partner it's okay don't expect too much of yourself right now uh it's really difficult it's really difficult to do that um because ex- things just change. There's a lot of emotion. So, so keep your expectations realistic. That's what I want to say. Um, that's my, my last little bit. That's my PS. We'll call it the postscript for this episode. So um, thanks for tuning in to Whiskey and Rye, and we look forward to being with you again soon. Right, friends, well there you have it. Thank you so much for joining me for the uh, kickoff of Season 3. Uh, this outro is going to be a little bit different because I'm recording this during our son's nap. And if I do the hand claps, I almost guarantee that he's going to wake up. So uh, I'm going to be skipping out on the hand claps today, but trust that you will be doing them. Uh, and I hope that that's like a fun thing for us to do. Like, I don't know, it's just kind of one thing. I was like, oh, that'd be fun to do some hand claps from like a dance breakdown. Like, I don't know, it's fun for me. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, and I don't know, maybe one day we'll all be a viral video because we're showing our hand claps and, and dance moves together uh, somehow so um, uh, just speaking of social media make sure you're following along with us um, at whiskey and rye podcast on Instagram um, it's a good place to interact with me uh, and also to get updates and see what's going on uh, and then also if you want to chat with me directly you can uh, connect with me on Twitter at Ryan Charles LA um, and I would love to just start some dialogue with you and uh, see how we can extend grace uh, back and forth to one another and um, yeah just talk about good things so connect with me there um, Thank you always to the Deep West And um, uh, they are going to be uh, Joining us on the next episode Of Whiskey and Rye So uh, we're going to get to hear The uh, the entirety of uh, their new single Giving Up, which is the, the theme song Or opening track for Whiskey and Rye We're going to get to hear that uh, on the day that it debuts Which is very exciting So um, uh, come back in just a couple of days And download uh, that episode uh, And hear from the Deep West So uh, we will just let them uh, take us out Uh, we're at a good part of the jam for the outro so let's just uh jam our way out and we'll see you back here in a couple of days for the deep west